0: In today's episode, we sit down with Raymond Carrasco, who is an active duty Marine, and he's also a founder of War Council Financial. Through his journey, he's going to pull back the the curtains with us and talk to us a little bit about his struggles as a father and going through a divorce, really not having any financial success, to thriving and creating War Council Financial. It wasn't always that easy for him because he had to go through those struggles and learn the things that were needed to be able to provide this information to you today. Now, he is a licensed financial advisor and you can sit down with him if you're struggling on your finances. Maybe you want to have some savings or retirement or life insurance. He's here and available to help you out. Schedule your free call with him today. Link is down in the description below. Hello everyone and welcome to the Forging Life Podcast. I am the host, Trey Ryder, and the Forging Life Podcast is about hardships, parenting, entrepreneurship, and the struggles that we deal with every single day. We will have many interviews with special guests, and you can actually see some of these interviews on YouTube, and you can even join the discussion by heading over to Facebook and typing up forging life podcast and join our page you guys thank you so much for coming in and i hope you enjoy season number two of the forging life podcast
1: he's a great guy and things like that so him and everything that he just did for our family like he's like the foundation of our family like i was like yes i want to make that person proud like the proudest guy ever and he is he's you know Passed away, but of course, you know that that was my driving, like motivation, things like that. And then, of course, you know, to do whatever else, right? So he got out, just like anybody else. And then he is like, I'm gonna keep just providing for me and my family. So,
0: so with you in the financial, you actually getting licensed and yeah. starting your own company while you're being in the military, how hard was that?
1: Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna lie you know, the military is a difficult place for growth, you know, you say, I want to do this and that, I'm like, oh, okay, nah, um, no, no, <laughs> sometimes it's just like, we don't got time for that, we, as in, like, the mission, right, and then it doesn't fall in line with our personal goals, or even if these personal goals are, like, in the military themselves, you know, but I'll, I'll stay on track, but, um, so, Uh, to get my license to study for it, my state boards, and my my course material, and all these other things like that. Um, It took a little bit more time than it should have, because I was going to the field, going back to back, um, into the field, out of the field, just that whole, like, circus, and then in the meantime, I was uh, studying. Uh, Real quick, though, like, uh, (laughs) a week before I took my state board uh, for my financial license. I actually was in the field in this concrete, just like, um, like Mount town house. (laughs) Like the whole thing was shaking and I was just on my phone reading notes and I had like a flashlight with like a notebook so i mean like who you know kind of like that question like who who wants it bad enough things like that so i definitely want wanted to do this for me and myself and things like that and i was like this is what it takes hey i'm up for it so
0: and that's a big thing for me when i was in the military i had no clue how can i say this i never pushed myself to excel as much as i should have yeah and when we finally realized how much we could have actually achieved the time has already passed so i'm not gonna get into to me because i'm very curious about what you do uh in regards to the found being a founder of the war council financial mm-hmm. i know you've told me a little bit offline but how did that come to fruition in becoming a founder for this company
1: yeah so um so off the bat you know get my license and things like that and there's a uh, few options. There's, you can be captive, you know, you can go work in a, in a financial office and they'll give you a lunchtime and how much they're going to pay you and what, what they want you to tell people and all that other stuff. Or you can go the uh, independent route, independent financial contractor, consultant, advisor, whatever you want to call it. And um, what's cool about going the independent route is the route that I chose is that I'm able to work with hundreds of different companies, and I actually represent uh, clients rather than representing financial companies to the clients. I actually represent the priorities of the client to the financial company. And if that company doesn't fall in line with what I'm trying to, uh, how I'm trying to help a family or a person, then we move on. That company clearly does not have us at the center of their priorities. So we move on and things like that. It's really cool to see that change, right? It's like a, the financial world turned upside down, so I understood that I was going into that world, but then I realized because of my past experience, things like that, my short life, right, is that, hey, I could help every single, like, military person or veteran or active duty military person, like, with financial services, specifically education, like, just literacy, just knowing, kind of being like you know, like very seasoned with financial, I guess you could say, like uh, knowledge, going into the world. Just yeah, just killing
0: it, things like that. So, and the thing is, where you're at now, there was bumps along the way that yeah. really pushed you into where you're at now. Would you mind explaining a little bit about how you came into this position? and some of the struggles that came along the way, because I know you and I talked, you had your daughter in the other room now, um, and there was a bunch of uh, big challenges that came with that. Would you mind sharing some of that that really helped you and why you want to serve so many now?
1: Yeah, um, and uh, I'll definitely give you an answer on that. So in two thousand. 18 or so things like that. Um, you know, I I went through a divorce, and uh, with I think two years of litigation, two years of, you know going to court and things like that. Um, through that, anybody who here who's in like the divorce club or whatever you want to call it and things like that has that stripe on them, <laughs> good or bad. Um, it's a it's a lot of money if you go to court and if a child is involved then it's a lot of, um, just time and money, but that's what it is. And it can hurt you financially and things like that. So, um, going into that or coming out of that, um, was like a huge roller coaster and things like that. Cause during that time, of course, you know, tragedy always strikes almost at the same time and things like that. So I lost loved ones. Um, my, my grandmother on my, um, mother's side. It's my last living uh, grandparent. She passed away while I was going through that. And I didn't have the time to just pick up and say, oh well, I have a family emergency. Everything stop. It's like, no, I didn't need I didn't have enough time. I even said that to myself, like I I found that out when I was in the Charlotte Airport flying to the state that my daughter was in. And I was told the news and I didn't even process it. I didn't even like mourn or grieve or anything like that. I literally said in my mind immediately, I said, Raymond, you don't have time for that. So don't worry about it. And that will mess you up. That will mentally. So if you process things like that, like that fast, like that's my grandma. But I was so just like out of whack with stress and money and all this craziness. And, you know, that I literally told myself, don't react, don't do anything, don't not waste energy, but don't use energy that you could use to go see your daughter and things like that. And I was, I agreed, I was like, okay, I'll do that. I thought it was just being, you know, tough and put my head down, but it was bad, it was horrible. And then, you know, being in the military, being in the Marine Corps and things like that, when you hear about people who take their own life and, you know, someone reaches out to you and they say, hey, Remember so and so? I'm like, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. What's up? What you, is he here? Is he there? Whatever. And he's like, no, we're just trying. So basically, someone reached out to me and they're like, hey, did you have you heard from so and so? Just like that. And then they're like, no, I, I said no. I, I haven't heard from him in a long time. How is? He's like, oh, we're just trying to get in contact with people because he took his own life, and we're trying to see if he he contacted anybody. And that I was just like, I had no response. I was like. No, sorry. He didn't, he didn't reach out to me. So once again, that with the putting all the stuff on the back burner and it, the back burner is, it's called a back burner for a reason. That stuff will start smoking up and it'll clog your mind. But yeah, so kind of go all this craziness, nonsense, like not nonsense, but like tragedy all this stuff like that. I guess you could say like stars aligned for me in the sense of like, so I needed financial help. So I came back, of course, to where I was at. And I tried to go do the on-base thing. And do, you know, oh, because you always hear, you know, you always go to these like uh, mass briefs and stuff. It's like, oh, if anybody needs finance stuff, that person right there waving in the corner, that's a financial person. Anyway, next next slide. And then they go, <laughs> go on. It's like, don't worry about it. And then it's like, wait, hold on. What can they do? How can they help me and all this stuff? I didn't need it until I needed it. I went to the person and I was working on like everything, everything you think of like restructuring my whole financial standing. And I was like, this is great. I'll do all of this. I'll do everything you say. And then they're like, great. Well, we're gonna take this plan and then you can head out and find a financial professional. I'm like, I thought you guys were the financial professional. They actually no, So they actually took a piece of paper and they said, hey, this one out in town, this person's really cheap actually. It's $115 an hour. So that, that's a deal. And I'm like, I'm budgeting for groceries. I don't have $115 an hour to tell a person my first name and my favorite color. And oh, time's up. Anyway, see you later. All right, get out of here. It's like, no, I don't have time or money, anything like that. So I was like, just searching. I did the Google thing, things like that, and watching YouTube videos and all that stuff like that. So I met a friend of a friend, a Marine friend of a Marine friend. Things like that. He's going to school in Pennsylvania, and uh, this uh, friend that I met um, basically uh, was that financial service. He, but it didn't start off as like, "Hey, I'm a financial service guy. I'm going to do all this crazy stuff." It, the first thing was, of course, the relationship. You know, I knew that he was in the Marine Corps. He was a prior 0311. That's our grunt. You know, he was a grunt in the Marine Corps. Things like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. I don't care it's like, what can you, what can you do financially? What do you got? And so before all that, I wanted to rush into it, but he was like, Hey, I just got to know what's going on and things like that. And of course, you know, I was rough around the edges and things, but kind of um, getting to the point is that um, the relationship was built. And then the second thing was the education, the financial education and me over here, I'm one of the most impatient people in the world. I was like, I don't need a relationship, I don't need education, I don't need all this stuff, this extra filler, I need to know numbers. And I wanted to crunch, I was doing the whole, like just like, taking raw material and trying to, but it didn't work like that. Even if you're in distress, even if you're like, oh, I'm, oh my, my life is falling apart, it's like, all right, breathe, sit down, like, relax, what's going on, you know? And, and that person, Um, did that for me and this, this guy had been out of the Marine Corps you know he didn't have he didn't carry himself like like oh I'm this I'm that things like that and just building that relationship talking to a person who cared instead of being on hold on a phone a faceless person talking about finances and all this other stuff that I tried and stuff like that and I was like this is legit okay this is what a an independent financial professional does. And that stuck with me while I got resituated. So after I was resituated and I had my feet on the ground things like that, I was like, I want to do this. Like, I, I want to, um, do what you do. And I was brought into the financial world and it's nothing, uh, how you think it is. It's like, it's, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, it's like super complicated. It's actually not. It's, it's, and, and like, that's what kind of made me angry because these things, like, it, angry, like frustrated, really, because like I was struggling, you know, this whole entire time. And it just took a few little small adjustments to get myself resituated. It's like, I, like you said, with the time wasted and the time, you know, you, what our potential, I could have done that two years ago i wouldn't have been in here i would not have been here so but after that and you know like we were talking online and things like that like um i got my situation taken care of i had my priorities i had you know my daughter and things like that but i thought in the back of my mind when i was visiting my daughter i was like how many thousands of people are going through exactly what I'm going through, but they're completely failing at every single corner. And they didn't have a friend of a friend who is a financial professional. And they weren't brought into an independent atmosphere where they're person to person, right? Peer to peer. They don't have people that can relate to them. They don't have just this like pre built atmosphere where it's just based on trust and hey, you know, for whatever reason, man, if you don't like me or you just want to work with somebody else, that's great. Then there's like millions of people you can choose at random, things like that. But it's like that person that kind of like being personable, like I I loved it. I loved it. And I couldn't, I couldn't like just go through what I went through and then just like kind of like not turn around and literally give back to the the brotherhood and the sisterhood it's like yeah so and that's where i'm at today so uh, now i'm one year in i created my own brand of financial education uh which is war council financial you know succeeding through the battlefield of finance you know we can like make it as (laughs) as uh you know catchy as we can but that name actually comes from the art of war and i do a lot of reading you know leaders read of course and the art of war and it's funny because i was reading that book while i was going through all my stuff as like military like marine corps material i i was just i was kind of very tunnel visioned i wasn't thinking of the bigger picture and then when i finally got my license i was like I, i read the passage where it says you need to um win the battle before you even step foot on the battlefield and I was like, that's amazing, and then it has, like, right, it's, like, it's it's a pre-built book, so, like, Art of War, you know, look it up, but um, (laughs) he says, like, uh, build a council, like, uh, make sure and get the greatest minds, and, you know, don't, don't knock anybody's plan before, you know, just processing through it, poke holes in your own plan, and, like, planning, planning, things like that, so, you know,
0: But yeah, anyway, I'm going on. No, it's good. I definitely enjoyed that book as well. It's a great book. And one of the other ones you put down was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, which is also an awesome book. But some of the things you kind of highlighted is you were going through your own struggles um, during a certain time, but you never really dove into it. And if you're okay with it, uh, because there's a lot of people, and I know a lot of military personnel that were going through similar situations. Because let's be honest the system isn't made for the service member as a whole. Right. Because it's typically favoring the spouse, whether it's male or female. And the thing is, like, when things start happening, it's so much easier to just go straight to the spouse instead of the service member. Would you mind sharing some of the struggles that you had prior to or that was leading into some of this financial uh, crisis in your life?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the crises, uh, came from the me spending a lot of money on litigating the divorce and things like that. I was very conservative with saving money and things. Um, former spouse was not, they, they had their own, like, you know, objective view on what money was. And, you know, unfortunately, like where it comes from, you know, you have to respect where the money comes from—not who it comes from, but where it comes from and how fast it's coming in. You can't just spend it, right? Things like that. Some some people get into like disagreements. That's fine. Things like that. But most of my my financial troubles came from uh, going into the divorce, just not having a clue. Never been to court, right? Uh, now I'm paying a person like. I, I know all these terms, like a retainer for my attorney, like what's a retainer and how does it use and things like that. And it, I, I just off the bat and they're telling me, I mean, I had to trust the, these people, um, this company that I worked with to get an attorney that they were telling me everything that was right. So, cause like, if they didn't like, I would, and then like the travel it takes to go from state to state and things like that. But, um, yeah, I'm sorry, can I get that question in another form? <laughs> but yeah, like definitely. But,
0: So yeah. for those of you that are watching on Facebook, I just wanted to introduce uh, Raymond really quick, who is a licensed financial professional. He's a founder of War Council Financial. He's also an active duty Marine. So thank you first and foremost for your service. And yeah. being a licensed financial professional now, you weren't always great with money. Meaning you may have had certain knowledge, but there were some contributing activities. And you talked about uh, going through the divorce with your spouse and having yep. the right representation. And what else, what are the challenges did you have? Because what I was speaking about is in the military, um, it, at least in the army, I saw this. And I was a former military police and did investigations, you often get out there with a lot of the disputes and everything else. So the first thing we do is remove the service member, no matter, no matter if they're at fault or not. So for you and going through this divorce and with your daughter being with you now, what were the challenges you had to be able to um, do what you needed that was best suited for the family, uh, including financially? to where you're at today and then yeah. after that i'd like to jump into the the war council information oh yeah 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 um i thank
1: you so much um so one of the biggest things was um sheltering money like you you're, you grow up um and they say like go make money and then save some and then whatever you, you don't have to save to pay for bills then go spend the rest and things like that Uh, When you're put into so much, like, you know, divorce, maintaining a house, uh, bringing your child or your children, you know, through the divorce back to your house and things like that, um, sheltering of the funds that you do have is one of the most important things that uh, can affect a family or, you know, uh, a person because, you know, we're dealing with like divorce people at this point. So, uh, sheltering money and things like that. And what I mean by that is making sure that the money that you make is constantly growing. It's not being taxed and it is, uh, available at any time. And a lot of people struggle with that because of the fact that they simply do not have the knowledge of like, well, where would I put it and how would I get it there? How do I take it out? They have all these questions and things, but All that was running through my mind when I was going through this craziness is make more money, go mow lawns, go go bake brownies and sell them to people in your platoon. I did that. Don't know. Sorry. Don't know if I was supposed to do that, but I did it, you know, and things like that. So I, I had all these creative ideas and things like that, zero financial knowledge and things. And um, this is, just, yeah. And I, I started from scratch and uh, kind of one of the things that I wish I would have known, you know, cause I, I, you have a budget, but what good is a monthly budget when you're going through divorce litigations, you have an attorney on retainer, you pay him per hour, per minute. And yes, attorneys have it down to the minute. If you talk to him for five minutes, there's gonna be a bill. But, you know, and things like that. How, how do you do that also? Like divorce is for when you're in the military or, sorry, but if you're, if you're a man and you have kids going through divorce, things like that, it, it can seem like it, disenfranchises a man um and uh i say that because you know it you have to go through um child support payments and you still have to maintain the household there's possibly alimony involved and all these things are they're just it's almost like it feels like people are like ripping off tabs of clothing and things like that it's it's embarrassing it, it's struggle um I don't know. To me, it felt like I was drowning every single day and things. And um, I wish I would have spoken to a financial professional sooner, and and so I can have the stress of like, okay, you're not gonna just end up on the street. I didn't, but you know, thank God. But yeah, I just to. But in short, the (laughs) sheltering your money. You know, sorry, I'm all smiles. I'm laughing about it now, but it's like it's kind of like a, geez moment like can't believe it happened but hey some people um learn from reading and some people learn from doing I had to do both <laughs> so I had to live it and I had to <laughs> read about it so
0: but let's be real I mean that's what made you who you are right now
1: yes it, it,
0: absolutely
1: yeah and it, it talk about character building <laughs> my goodness
0: <laughs> you know
1: and, and these these smiles aren't fake at all it's like but I mean like, you know, no one cares about how hard you can hit. They care about how um, how hard you can get hit and then come back up. It kind of sounds uh, generic or cringe or whatever, but like, I always looked at that. I'm like, who relates to that? If, unless you're a bot and I literally got hit so hard. And, but look at me now, I'm coming back and it, I don't really have to worry about, oh man, I have to make a really big comeback. Nope. Uh, all I need to focus on is helping, um, people who went through exactly what I went through or worse, or, I mean, you don't have to go through like all the crazy stuff that I had gone through. You just have to have like basic common want for like, Hey, I'm going to improve my financial uh, situation. And yeah, I can learn from this guy. He's been through a lot. So yeah, pretty easy to talk to too. (laughs)
0: So, going from your own financial problems, hopefully you can hear me okay. Um, yeah. Going through the, those financial challenges that you had um, and getting to where you're at now, how did you get linked up in starting this, uh, being a founder of the War Council Financial? Uh,
1: so, like I said, a friend of a friend, a Marine friend, you know, a common Marine friend, and things like that. So, uh, I met the person, uh, his name is Jeff and his name's Jeff, uh, former 0311. And basically he, uh, introduced himself. He's like, Hey, these are the financial services and things like that. Um, this is what I do. And this is how I educate people and help people out and everything like that. And there's a business side to it, but let's focus on, you know, the, uh, actual services that can help you out. So, um, after all that was said and done, I was like, I want to do this and things like that. Um, he told me, he's like, so you have your license, you have your state board and congratulations, but what are you, what now, what are you going to do with it? Like what's next. Right. And I was like, um, I'm gonna, you know, help out the military community because I did, I did walk just blindly into, um, you know, the outdoors, I guess, and try to shake hands and um, just uh, introduce myself and things like that uh, to some people that had nothing to do with the military. And I'm not saying that I like ran back to what I'm used to, but I kind of um, took some time to think about who I care about the most, and yeah, it sounds a little tough. It sounds a little like a not biased, but like you know, it's like wow, you don't care about not military. People? No, no. I, I'm saying what I'm saying is like who who is your immediate family, and that is military. It's like who are your brothers and sisters? It's like oh, the military. It's like who who raised you, right? Honestly, who raised you? It's like oh, the people in the military, whether they're senior, junior, and things like that. So like I I have a. Uh, a heartfelt a deep connection to my military brothers and sisters so I was like well there you go that's your answer that's who you put your energy into that's who you do all of this for night and day and then of course there's going to be people who went through the same thing as you but you know your heart is in the military like that's that's where you want to be so whether you get out or stay in you can make an impact to your community and I was like Okay, yeah, I want to do this. So, I wrote I wrote this stuff down, not verbatim, but I I basically made like basically like a blueprint. It's like who do I care about the most? It's like oh, the boys, <laughs> the military brotherhood, sisterhood, and things like that. So, yeah, that that's what uh, gave me clarity and things like that. Uh,
0: so- You're definitely on the right track with uh, writing that stuff down. It's what we call in the entrepreneur realm is the ideal client avatar, the ICA and it's about knowing who can relate with you the most and or like you can truly speak the pain points that they have in their life you can truly say you've been there and you've done that and that's why it's why you connect so greatly with them and then just really understanding you know like i said what they're going through can you paint the picture and tell them look it is possible um i do the same thing with Uh, these different courses and everything else that I have is who is the ideal client? Who do I want to attract? What's the best outcome? And um, in the entrepreneur, I know I'm kind of getting on a little bit of a sidetrack, but we always have to start with the, the end first, just like in the military, you know, uh, we do all these rehearsals before going out and doing these missions. Um, You can see on the TV, you know, these, uh, Navy SEALs are going to be practicing time and time again before they even step foot into um, what they're actually going to do for their mission, and that's because they're going to play it over and over again. So everything is completely natural, and they've already been there and done that. There's no hiccups, and if there is, it's a lot over to a lot easier to overcome certain situations than overcoming ten different ones. So um, just wanted to kind of jump in on that. So. Now you you kind of jumped in that realm of helping out your brothers and sisters in the military. Do you is that who you solely help out or um, others that are listening to this as well? Because for me and my my coaching and um, yes, like it's a byproduct of who I talk to, mm-hmm. and a lot of the military relate. But I'm also finding other people relate to a lot of what I say too. So do you help them out um, in regards to certain situations or is it strictly this is my main focus right now?
1: Yeah, no, uh, I would say I'm not, I I am focused, I mean, my heart is with the military, but I wouldn't, I would never say that um, I'm just military or I just work with military. I just educate military No, because, you know, at the heart and soul of what I do is education and it's unethical to know something that is life-saving or valuable and to not share it or to charge money, to say, hey, I know this really helpful thing, but pay me money, it's like, no, not at all. So um, everything that I know, immediately you will know. And you just have, you know, we just have to be on that, that uh, subject. But to specifically answer your question, um, I, I, I can talk to, speak to anyone. Um, you know, I learned very early that uh, in the Marine Corps, Right, because you know everybody wants the purpose, and there's all these like cool posters and stuff. And you see, you walk down the street or you go on like Facebook, it's like oh, all their like promotion. But when I got into the Marine Corps, I specifically asked a high-ranking person what the purpose of Marine Corps was, and he told me that it the purpose of the Marine Corps is to produce better. US citizens to basically take them bring them into the Marine Corps teach them core values and then produce a better more successful United States citizen and I took that as like a 19 year old kid and I kind of like programmed it into my mind so when I speak to anybody I'm not trying to be Raymond the Marine or Raymond the financial professional I'm just trying to be Raymond Carrasco the <laughs> the new and improved U.S. citizen you know and that's that's my goal like a lot of people are like oh yeah I earn the title soldier I, I'm, I'm a marine I'm a ranger I'm, I'm this a, that is cool like props respect and things like that and like it's like what about you Raymond it's like oh I'm a I'm a lot better U.S. citizen than I was when I was 18 years old <laughs> and I don't know I, I know it sounds cheesy and stuff like that but like I found that out at a young age and I'm like okay that's the goal so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that so
0: and the, that's a great point that you just made yeah. um, hopefully you can hear me I don't know what's going on with my pictures here on, on yeah, the stream fine. but um, when I was talking to um, Richard Kaufman who was on season one episode eight he was a former military personnel as well and we get so caught up in our titles of who we are, right? <laughs> um, you know, Sergeant Ryder or, you know, for him, Sergeant Kaufman. But when you leave the military, you leave all that stuff behind. You're no longer, so to speak, a, a Sergeant Ryder. You're not going to have people addressing you as Sergeant Ryder.
1: And um, no, one, no one cares. <laughs> they, yeah.
0: Whether, whether it's, it's
1: good or bad, like, it's like, I don't care that you did that, man. I did that too. It's
0: like, Oh, wow. (laughs) And the thing is like, there are some people, uh, there's a lot of people that I've found that are really supporting. And one of them is actually on our uh, Facebook live stream. She keeps commenting is LJ um, Raspler, And she said, Hey there, thank you for your service. First and foremost to you. And I love that better us citizens is what she was uh, replying to your comment. And, she's also like, she's gone into my, uh, one of my groups, it's a membership group, the forging life intention setters. So she actually is part of the paid membership monthly where she gets trained by me, um, on different subjects within the six pillars that you mentioned off offline. And, uh, so next week we go into another aspect of training for that. And then they also get group coaching by me and, I say that because if you guys are listening or watching this right now, I'm actually opening that membership up. It's only open four times a year to be able to enroll into. And uh, what we deal with is the six pillars. And um, sorry to just kind of jump in here, but I got to kind of do this quick announcement and we'll get back into it. But the six pillars is in regards to business or your career and financial. Then we uh, also have the home and relationship. We talk about health and fitness. We talk about spiritual religion. We talk about uh, your hobbies and recreation. And um, I think I left one out. That's what happens every time I'm not going off of a a script or something else. always leave one. But um, the big thing is people can, this is how you encompass life, is when you have a full aspect of all these and you're able to balance it out, um, you pick one. For the 90 days. So here we are, we're coming up on this 90 day portion. And in this 90 days, we get to uh, really focus just on that one key area, or you do, right? So I'm still training everything else. We, we choose one key area to, to really hone in on for 90 days. And the other areas is what we need to balance out. So that way we're still balancing and we're currently excelling at one area. And you hear oftentimes people say you can't balance out life or, you know, there's no such thing as life balance. Well, that's just because they're misinformed, miseducated, and not trained to be able to get there. And that is what that program really just helps people to really dive into. And then she ended up jumping into uh, my goal setting masterclass. And she's also now because of just her dedication to everything is, um, she actually is a moderator for one of my pages. So thank you for being here, LJ. And I want uh, health and fitness, is what LJ said. I don't know if I left that out in the six pillars, but um, she is not military, but she completely supports the military. And she's on a huge miss- mission for those that are feeling like some type of uh, pain in the body, right? So she has one of these um, neurological. Issues within her own body. And she has this neurological technology within socks and these sleeves that you put on. And it basically coincides with certain transmitters within your body. So it hits these certain areas and it kind of remaps your brain, right? So the longer you wear it, the more it will help you to uh, alleviate some of that pain. And she's had massive success. She's been donating products out to active duty or to. Former military, and that's what her mission is: is veterans. And she's not a veteran. She, had, you know. So, um, the more I sit here and I, I grow as an entrepreneur, as a person, I'm getting linked up into a lot more people that are um, trying to be better citizens and be more aware. So, don't fall into the stigma if you're out there and you're listening that nobody's out there supporting military, uh, because there's a lot. There's a lot of people. You just got to get connected with the right circles. So. Um, I want to jump back off there. Um, So if you guys are interested in the the membership group, I have that free Facebook group, just type in Forging Life Intention Setters, and you'll be able to jump into that free group. The membership is going to be opening up July 1st through the 15th. It's a small two-week window, and it closes back down for the next quarter. So um, other than that, let's jump back into Raymond, what he was speaking about, and to uh, his uh, financial p- professional services, uh, being part of the founder of a, the War Council Financial. And I want to dive into a little bit more about you and what this entails. Um, the people or are like what you actually, the services you provide, because we've talked about yeah. this offline. I think that's very important. People need to know exactly how you can help them out and uh, where they can go to to really reach out to you or anything else.
1: Yeah, Um, thanks Trey. I'll go ahead and answer that. Um,
0: Like I said, I brought,
1: everybody loves slideshow, right? PowerPoint, death by PowerPoint. (laughs) So whether you're in the corporate world or the military world, you can't escape it. But no, I'm not gonna PowerPoint you to death. I only have, actually only have four (laughs) slides of this uh, presentation. And um, so whether it's like a laser focus on what a person wants you know they they sit down and they talk to me they're like i i specifically want this and and only this whatever that's great and we will focus on that in the meantime while i'm speaking to a person it is just an introduction to of course like myself right first there has to be there has to be a one on one like meeting like so to put you kind of in the driver's seat when a person reaches out to me and the best way by the way would be um, instagram and on my instagram account there's a link in the bio it's a calendly link you can go in there or council financial um, on instagram and you'll see my face and then you click that and then in the in the bio there's a calendly link go ahead feel free to uh, schedule just a talk or a call or whatever you want. I mainly do Zoom because Zoom is very like interactive and you don't have to turn on your camera. You can just see me uh, the entire time, it's fine. But uh, but that means something because there has to be a like a, a meeting between you and I so that you one, know that I'm a real person. And then two, um, you you have to find out that I actually care about what's going on. Because if I'm on a phone, i got you on mute and i'm just waiting for you to stop talking and then i was like oh great they're they're done talking let me move on into what i want to say no one's gonna stay on the phone with me no one's gonna care even if i have all the financial information so the first i guess you could say step is to just uh meet me in person in zoom person i guess and then um we sit down and we really like you know introduce each other <laughs> to each other, and then get to know each other a little bit more. And I don't have to know everything about your financial situation, and things like that.
0: All right. Hello, everybody. And welcome back to another episode of the Forging Life podcast. I am your host, Trey Ryder. And today I have a great guest with me. His name is Raymond Carrasco. And he is actually a licensed financial professional. He's a founder of the War Council Financial. And he's actually an active duty Marine as we speak. And I loved his story that we got to sit back and talk um, offline. And I can't wait to just dive in for this podcast and learn a little bit more about Raymond, what he does, and some of the struggles he's had coming through and how he landed these jobs in the financial system. So welcome, Raymond. Uh, Thank you, Trey. Glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about you. You're an active-duty Marine. Are you allowed to say exactly where you're at right now? Uh, I won't. I'll just keep it that, keep it, <laughs> you know, professional
1: and things like that. But, yes, I am an active-duty Marine. Uh, I've been in the Marine Corps for 10 years. And uh, I, I love, you know, I love the military. It's, I love the brother and sisterhood and things like that. So um, originally from Southern California. And then uh, I just left home, you know, went get out of high school and you go into the Marine Corps. Kind of like, that was a no-brainer for me. And then, uh, you know, went ten, 10 years and things like that. Uh, got to go, go to a lot of places, Okinawa, California, things like that. But, yeah, it was a really awesome experience.
0: So, now that you were sitting here speaking about it, you and I have a little bit in common. Yeah. As soon as I jumped out of the military, or jumped out of high school, I jumped into the military. So, what kind of provided you or not even provided. What kind of gave you that shove into the military? Oh, I mean, I have to give respect to my grandfather.
1: He is an amazing man. Uh, that's a, that could be a whole other podcast episode. Uh, I mean, um, like World War II uh, veteran. You know, he um, he's one of the the first like builders to uh, complete Disneyland. Uh, in uh, California, things like that, raised 15 children. Um, the fact that I am an independent financial contractor means that I work with hundreds of different financial companies. These are, of course, familiar ones and things like that. And then, of course, we have the, the things that are very important. A lot of people know these phrases, things like IRAs, Trey. you probably Uh, been run through the gambit of the military presentation right they're like oh retirement and then you're like great what about it I don't worry about it next (laughs) so they don't really go into detail they just tell you yeah TSP good Um, other financial institution bad so it's like well I need to question you on that (laughs) I need more information before I make a selection but unfortunately a lot for those people who don't know when you're in the military and you go to basic or boot camp or something like that you're just immediately set up with a retirement plan whether you like it or not <laughs> and you don't know anything about it until you get to like your first unit or you leave basic or boot camp and then you're like what did i just sign up for so there's a lot of people who go for years and they have no idea what they put they have been putting into it what they can do with it now how that relates to them transitioning out, can they use it? You know, it's, it's uh, uh, a bunch of questions. So that small, those small bits of information are like lifesavers, right? In case you need it and things like that. So going into things like IRA, uh, IRAs, uh, uh, annuities, how do, how do those work? What, what's a mutual fund? Life insurance, is it a waste of money? Is it, are, is it actually gonna benefit me while I live? Short answer, yes. Uh, life insurance is not a waste of money at all Uh, and in index universal life long-term care that's like for you know elderly or even yourself way into the future and then of course college uh planning and things like that for kids and then 401k companies uh company plans so the basic mission and vision and yes it sounds like i i know when something sounds cringe because it first sounds cringe to me but speaking from a very sincere um, uh, place, this happening to me, it's not, uh, it's not as like, I guess you could say like cringe or like eye roll, like uh, no family left behind. That's what I'm talking about. Like whenever I hear that, I think of a no child left behind from George W. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's old enough to remember that when they went to school, but um, no family left behind. And that's very true because I was actually that family that single father with a daughter trying to figure it all out. And I was like, what about my family? It's like, yes, there's always a plan. So we basically show people how to go from family A to family B. And there's a lot of things. There's, Of course, these are charts. A lot of things are different, but I want to point out two major things. Okay. And one is no advisor, no plan. And then That's on family A. Of course, family A would be the middle America. They have a little bit of financial debt, a little bit of financial stress in the family. They are not wealthy by any means. And of course, family B is that wealthy. They're in a good space. They're in a good place. They have options. They know they have options and things like that. So um, on family A part, you have no advisor, no plan, which can hurt families a lot. And then on family B part, the wealthy family, they have a financial professional. Right. So they have that person who is in the financial space to be able to answer their questions, answer their calls, uh, message them, um, create that atmosphere of, you know, I'm not I'm not on the clock. We're just talking. We're just uh, one on one. We're just, you know, uh, shooting the uh, breeze and talking about finances, talking about what's going on, your your updates in your life and things like that. And then, of course. Um, there's there's a lot like term life insurance and then the permanent life insurance. What was the other one? Um, and 100k or less. So middle America and whether this is a lot to you, uh, hundred thousand uh, dollars a year or less is in middle America, and then 250k or more is in the wealthy American class. So. Unfortunately, that's how the world works. You know, there are lesser families, there are wealthier families, but we try to um, educate people so that they can make that move into a better financial standing. And of course, fin- financial needs analysis. This isn't just about creating a budget so that you can go buy more groceries or better <laughs> like phones or anything like that. This is like reestablishing what you were taught uh, about finance. And it really starts from the ground up right? So we go through everything. Uh, We would go through cash flow. Where's your money coming from? And how fast is it going into all these bills and different things like that? Uh, Emergency fund. A lot of people need to save three to six months of income to have a solid emergency fund. Do you have that? Or are you working on that? Which, you know, either or is fine. But if you don't have it, then why don't you have it? And then we go back into Cash flow, right? So all these things can kind of be like uh, pulled back to like debt management. Are you consolidating? Are you thinking about it? Things like that. What steps do you have to take to uh, before you go into debt consolidation? Because sometimes debt consolidation isn't always the best uh, route. Sometimes you can do it just organically with the funds that you have. You don't have to do that. So proper protection, like we talked about earlier, sheltering your money, knowing uh, what money you have is consistently growing. It's available at time you need and it's not being taxed. So uh, building wealth. So all of these things, um, building up to an actual goal that you have in mind. Maybe you wanna be a real estate investor. Maybe you want to go into the uh, brick and mortar business, right? you wanna set up a salon or a hair, doesn't matter. So um, what goals are we using this money to go into? So be goal, constantly being goal-oriented is uh, super um, important. And then, of course, preserving wealth, which I just said. Reduction in taxes. And, of course, you know, setting things up. So uh, basically, there's like three questions, right? Who do you know who can benefit from our, uh, our message? Um, could this information help you or your family financially? And are you intrigued by financial services and establishing better options uh, for your fa- you and your family? And um, so I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Hopefully everybody saw that. So those are the four, four main slides that I wanted to cover because um, a lot of people, they're in a financial situation, whether it's good, bad, or they're in a plateau, and they're, all of them are thinking the same thing. How can this get better? course it's obvious no one's asking how can this get any worse or things like that we're constantly asking how do I um elevate myself above where I'm at right now and it, whether it's in a down market whether it's in a, a good market a bad market doesn't matter you we are constantly goal-oriented we're constantly wanting to know our next option and we will I'll say we're we're constantly asking our financial professionals or the professionals in our in our space, what is the renewed revised option for me now? Like, is there any better retirements out there? Uh, How is it that I'm just wasting money in this life insurance, but this person can take all that money out while they're alive? Like, how did, how did they do that? Like, um, how do annuities work? I need to get myself into one or I need to transition or roll my retirement into one so I can keep working. Like, so a lot of this stuff is basic financial education that if it's your priority, we would sit down and we'd be like, yes, we're going to tackle those problems and things like that. But uh, War Council Financial, uh, to the core of its uh, being, is a financial education resource. And then of course, when you understand, okay, that is the goal. That is where I'm heading and you know I'm ready to do this. Awesome. Go ahead and schedule a time to talk with me. I'm pretty easy to talk to. You can text me. It doesn't really matter. i like an open book. Because um the reason why I'm so like uh open with my time is because I was that guy. financial distress at two in the morning crunching numbers and I needed somebody to answer my phone call right now you know (laughs) because I am super stressed and I'm thinking how am I gonna provide for my daughter how am I gonna buy groceries how am I gonna like get her here and there I'm gonna drive all the way up there things like that so that once again you know the least I can do is answer my phone uh, sit down and talk with anybody who wants to talk to me. and there is no financial decision decisions being made. So I just want to make that very, very clear is that when I sit uh, down with a person, um, I'm getting to know who they are, getting to know their, s- their situation, and I don't need to know all the numbers because sometimes that's very embarrassing. It was embarrassing for me, but there's a, a way that I could um, just basically sit down with a person and say, okay, well, If you plug your numbers here and here, this will give you the, you know, this will give you, this will show what you have left and things like that. There's way ways to do all of this stuff discreetly. And then when a person chooses to say, Hey, I only have this in the bank account or Hey, my retirement is this amount and things like that. No problem. But I would never as a financial professional tell your backstory or go on to, um, you know, posting uh, about like, "Hey, I just helped this one person out of debt. They had this much debt, and they are going through this." And I would know, because <laughs> if someone did that to me, oh man, I'd be so mad. I'd be like, "Wow, great! <laughs> I'm never talking to you again." So that um, that uh, professional courtesy and that that one-on-one person uh, being personable means the world to me. And I, that's what I want to bring with War Council Financial. And yeah, war, count, war Council sounds real, you know, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what it how it sounds to other people, but it's supposed to be a council
0: for good. So. And can you remind us, where can they go to actually link up with you one more time?
1: Yeah, so you can email me at warcouncilfinancial at gmail.com, or you can uh, look me up on Instagram, uh, War underscore council underscore financial and you'd see my face um and then in the bio there's a Calendly link that feel free yeah that is open to anyone feel free to schedule and uh weekends might be closed but uh just reach out for email things like that and I believe I have my personal cell phone number there which is kind of a I was told it was a risk but hey that's me just so it's it's very I'm playing this one close to the chest and um yeah so all I could do is give my uh <laughs> uh people <laughs> not uh my community this community and others like every bit every bit of my my time and my you know my attention things like that
0: so that that's why I have like my personal information out there You know, I'll be honest with you, because I have my stuff plastered all over. When I was in the military, yes, I kept my Facebook stuff completely closed off. But moving into where I'm at today, it's completely open. Uh, I think my email's on there. My website has my phone number. So, like, my stuff is plastered out there. And I'll be honest with you, as of right now, it's not like I I need to take the stuff down. So, that's not really an issue. Um, So for security purposes and depending on what you're doing and where you're at in life. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's something you need to protect, but, um, I know that I can effectively help more people when my stuff is out there. So thanks for sharing that. And I wanted to yeah. jump in, uh, cause you've listened to some of the podcast episodes or at least one of them that yeah. I know of. So what would you say was the most impactful, um, episode that you've listened to of the Forging Life podcast and why.
1: I I just I, I mentioned it before this uh recording and I had to take a take a deep breath because man that that uh interview with your father that was that that was your father on that interview talking about um you know the the fighting with the demons and things like that of like alcoholism in the family. And uh that was like very impactful to me because it's just everybody has these not I'm not trying anyway, but what I'm saying is like it, it's very uh, just I mean this is a episode in itself, like the the content that's on this podcast is like it's heavy a- and it, it makes you actually like feel like when I was hearing your dad's voice and things like that it was like man it was I'm sorry I I, excuse me you know just but uh yeah just dealing with um the the mother and having trouble drinking and things like that it's like for the people who can relate or know what that's like that's like I don't know just It was a heavy episode and I'm just glad that there are men like your father who are brave enough to talk about those things because nobody wants to talk about the things that they should talk about. No one wants to talk about suicide. No one wants to talk about the alcoholism that's running rampant in their family to this day. Nobody wants to talk about having um, suicidal thoughts that are not theirs but they were brought on by situations that are not in their control. And does that make them suicidal? Like there's so much confusion, right. Or like wanting to die because of your circumstances, right. Through like maybe the same ones that I'm going through or or went through things like that. And like all those things, all the things that actually matter in this world, they're being spoken about on this podcast. And it's super refreshing to actually feel like a human and be able to be like, I am completely not alone because that is exactly what I went through. And I'm so glad that someone else is thinking that or, or thought that and would, was able to reason, you know, up until this point with themselves and say, okay, like, I'm okay. Like, you know, when you're alone, I don't know, I, you shouldn't be alone there should be an outlet where we, we can go uh, and say, okay, I'm not alone. A lot of other people are dealing with the same stuff that I'm dealing through. And the next, this is all value-based. Like this is bringing me value as a person. And it's like healing my mind. Like up until this point, I mean, I had to check into a mental space where it was just like, Hey, I need to just keep going and I don't have any hobbies. I don't have any recreation. I don't have any wants or likes or dislikes. I just tunnel vision, things like that. And that that almost destroyed my like mental capacity, right? To, to keep going. And it was for nothing. Like there was a goal, but it was just like into nothingness. And you can't do that. That'll just destroy you. And it's, like I said, it's super refreshing to just click on one of these, um, podcasts and just kind of not get lost in it but to um immerse yourself in it and be like thank god that (laughs) this is this is how he went through it and you know nobody likes to be told hey it could always be worse because I always got pissed off when someone said hey you know Raymond it could always be worse it's like you do not say that to somebody ever no matter what they're going through right but when you go into a podcast or when you you're sub- subscribe to a podcast where people are saying, um, I went through this X, Y, and Z. And then I thought this, and then this is how I overcame that. Cause I had this thought. It's like, it's like, you know, mind blown. It's like, of course. And then you adapt that you take those pieces and yeah, it's just super fulfilling. So but yeah, I'm awesome. doing, Yeah, but yeah, but that's, that's my answer. Sorry. A little bit worried. No, you're good. You're good. Because
0: <laughs> the reason why I asked is because yeah. I asked this on the fortune life podcast, Facebook group. And I said, why do you listen to this podcast? And, you know, time and time again, it was, people are commenting because of the authenticity. Yes. And it, it's real and it's raw information. And that's why I don't like scripts or anything else. And while you were sitting there talking about the realness, yes, I, I share my my personal raw and realness. And part of that is because of the fact in the military, you were taught to have the mental toughness. You're taught to be resilient. You're taught all of these different things to make you tougher in the moments. But then we get so lost in those moments and that conditioning. And um, we forget, we keep taking these rocks and we put them in our, our backpack or our rucksack. And then we forget to take the freaking thing off, you know, and when you're able to sit here and be raw and real and authentic and talking about this stuff and you hear other people going through those similar situations, you then can take off that rucksack or that backpack and you put it down and you just feel 10 times lighter. And that's what this is about. And that's the same thing like with my coaching clients when you know it's about walking them through and they keep picking up these stones and putting it on their bag to carry yeah, And when they are able to take that thing off, that's when they have those breakthroughs um, in business or in their personal life. And that's what it's about. And that's why I dedicated this, you know, the, the Forging Life brand. And I, I talk about it time and time again, and you know, you got to strengthen who you are on the inside. And when you're able to strengthen yourself and create that freedom, that's where you get the true happiness. So strength, uh, strength freedom and happiness. Uh, even though I don't have my shirt on today, you have the, the sword down the middle with the, the wings on the side of it. And that's what it's representing, the strength and with the wings being the freedom. Um, it, while you were sitting here talking, I kind of got sidetracked, but uh, I was sitting here thinking, and I know time and time again, I have multiple comments. So I don't know which episode it is, uh, but Bryce McKinley was on here and he was talking about his story. And where he had millions and ended up, his wife committed suicide and he ended up blowing all his money and was living, he was homeless living out of his car under a water tower and had his, uh, his baby in the back seat. And he was done. He was, you know, basically trying to commit suicide, had the, the pistol in his mouth, tried to pull the trigger and it misfired four freaking times. And, From that moment on, he dedicated his life to helping others and to continue to push forward and now is almost at over $100 million uh, in business again. So it's a matter of having that strength and the fortitude, but also being able to download that baggage and be real, be authentic with who you are and what you do and gain the knowledge along the way. And that's why I have you here today, because somebody out there might be struggling financially, and doesn't have that that key to be able to to unlock that door that you need to walk through, and sometimes it just takes somebody guiding you to that door and having the right key to open it up for you. And uh, Raymond, so that's why I, you know I definitely wanted to have you because number one, supporting those that are military and you know creating these businesses, um, you know, it has a special place in my heart as a veteran myself and anything I can do to give back because that's who I wanna help. I wanna be able to help out my brothers and sisters, the vetpreneurs, the parent entrepreneurs, uh, because that's who I relate to. We talked about the ICA or ideal client avatars. That's who they are for me. And uh, being able to relate to them and tell them it's okay. You don't have to sit here and constantly be resilient. Let's be real. And um, thank you for coming on here and being real with us. And talking about your side and the struggles that you had to go through before you had your breakthrough. So um, for those that are sitting here still listening with us on Facebook, um, if you're still on uh, for the podcast, make sure you go uh, drop Raymond a line. I will have it in the show notes. Raymond, when we jump off this live, if you can head over to the Facebook group, I think you're part of it. Um, find one, number one, find the live video and drop your con, uh, contact information, whether it's website or whatever you want there. But also if you don't mind doing a post, just so it's for you that you can see instead of just off of this, um, I want to be able to highlight that within the group so people can see it and know where to go. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. Um, is there anything that you wished I would have asked you in this podcast episode that maybe you can, uh, bring to light for us today?
1: Um, no, nothing comes to mind right now and how the world works, how the mind works, you know, 20 minutes, 20 minutes into the future. I'm gonna be like, I have five things. <laughs> no, but not right now. You know, that's, that's, just how end of course critiques, right? Military is the son of a gun, but nothing right now. I, I think we, Covered it all—a basic introduction of who we are as, as men and and what we came here to do. Uh, you know, I, I love that. Like you said, realness over resilience, things like that. And someone told me when I was going through all that craziness, is like, "Hey, this all might be for somebody else in the future." And I did not like that answer. And I said, "I don't like. Who is this for? <laughs> How?" So I'm very eager to meet the person that uh, I was meant to meet and help things like that. because i went that's through that. awesome you know, I, I had to go through this burner to get to that person so when i meet this person or when i meet any person and i sit down with them you might be sitting down saying oh great i'm gonna learn about retirement but in my mind i am in my mind what i'm thinking is it's a really quick one second flash of everything that i just went through it's like this all that was to meet this person. So I'm, that's why I take bear a lot of like, uh, like, I guess like humility, every person I meet, cause like you, <laughs> you're seeing not an end result, but yeah, it's a, it's been a process.
0: So that's why. I'm and with it. you. So if you're still listening right now, you guys, if you're looking for um, information in regards to retirement, where to put your money, um, even getting a financial analysis, Uh, Raymond can definitely help you guys out. So make sure you reach out to him and he's not looking to have you spend $150 an hour or anything else. So make sure you reach out to him and uh, sit down with him, just see what he can do for you. So, uh, before I close this out, what is something that you are doing as we speak, uh, each day right now to forge your life, basically creating a new you, and growing to the next version of you. So,
1: um, what I'm doing right now on a daily is uh, keeping uh, a routine, keeping myself in check. Right, because you know whether you're in the military or not, people thrive off of routines. So, I am constantly working out, just um, uh, physical fitness, uh, reading, um, keeping my mind active, and things like that. And um, yeah, that's, uh, that's what goes a lot into my forging and uh, also not forgetting where I came from. Because if I stop now, then that means that all that horrible tragedy and disgusting drama and all that craziness was for nothing. If I just say, I don't wanna do this anymore, that means that I went through all this for nothing. And, and, and I'm also wasting the people's time who, like I said, I was meant to need them, not anymore appointment canceled. It's like, you're really gonna, you have so many people that you cannot fail on. So it's like a lot of like, you know, internal thinking goes into this. It's like, I cannot stop. This isn't just for me. That's my forge.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for being real and uh, sharing that with us. I know you have your your daughter there um, with you. So I'll go ahead and uh, jump off the recording. So Um, As always, you guys, if there's nothing else you have to say, Raymond, I appreciate you being here with us today. Um, You guys head over to the Facebook group if you felt this was um, of value to you. And maybe even you, Raymond, if you have people that you know that would relate to this podcast, make sure that you share the Facebook group. And also make sure that you share out the podcast itself, because oftentimes people will not discover it unless somebody guides them to the doorway of the information they need. So um, thank you for being with us, Raymond. And for the rest of you, as always, make the rest of your day the best of your day. Thank you for taking the time and listening to this podcast. If you're enjoying the Forging Life podcast, I ask you this. Take a moment. And head over and rate this podcast. If you're listening to it on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you enjoy the most, please just take a moment. So that way, it will help get this episode or episodes into the ears of somebody else. And if you would like to join the discussion, make sure you head over to the Facebook page, Forging Life Podcast, and join us there.